Ah, what a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The bluebed kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth raiders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with Bluebet, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our afternoon sport racing bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my News Corp racing journalist colleague, Matt Jones. And of course, you'll see Matt Jones on news.com.au and also Pro Putter, one of the best in the business, Brad Horse Miller. Gentlemen, how are you? Yeah, good, Tim. Yeah, good, guys. Today on the show, we'll look at which horses to have a little flutter on. We're going to have a look in Melbourne and in Sydney. And of course, when we say Sydney, it's Newcastle and Melbourne, it's Cranbourne um, tomorrow. And we'll have our best bet of the day, our quaddies. It's all happening. Okay, $100 from Blue Bet on three races today. Let's start with Cranbourne Race 7. It's the Cranbourne Cup. Brad? Yeah, over 1,600 metres. Um, not a bad little race, this one. The 9 Visionari comes through a fast, high-rating Crystal Mile. Um, I like that he's had the three weeks between runs, and now he goes from a weight for wage back to a handicap. So that means he gets in better at the weights versus Buffalo River and Callsign Mab. Actually meets Callsign Mab six and a half kilos better here. Um, so he's the one on the up this prep as well. He's now third up and he's the one better suited on um, on a slightly better surface. Raced on the heavy last time. We're probably going to be in the high good to soft range, I would imagine, on Saturday, depending on how much rain they get. Um so just some give in the ground for him would be ideal. And he maps for a great run off the speed and he can absorb pressure, which is the key here. So I'm pretty keen on him. I think the danger in the race um, is the the favourite six, Uncle Bryn. Um, best last 200 of the meeting at sale, beating the stable mate Flasher by two and a half lengths. Meets that horse, same relative weight scale here. Um, and you can tie some of that Visionari form in through Laws of Indices and Banker's Choice. That's clearly the best form for this. Um, it's just a seven-day backup travelling Melbourne to Sydney, back to Melbourne again, and seventh run for the prep after being galloped on. Um, it's all just a little bit messy. We saw that's not easy to do, the, the travel with um, Private Eye last week. So um, I'm going to have $80 a win on Visionari as my main bet at um he's around that five dollar mark and i'm also going to take the exacta uh with six uncle Bryn to win just in case he he can do that uh and number nine visionary for second for the exacta yeah i know there's plenty of variables here isn't there short backup as well seven days but i, I think uh, uncle Bryn's going to get a nice run behind the speed and uh, one once his prep at sale, two runs back. Look, I'm going to go Uncle Bryn, $4.80 on blue bet, and I'll have my 100 there. Matty, what do you think? Yeah, I'm just really concerned with Uncle Bryn. I galloped on in the race last week, like Brad said, has an interstate trip during the week up and back. Oh, there's just so many th- reasons to think why the horse won't run a peak performance. Um, <clears throat> probably needs to as well, you'd think. So I, I, I'll have him in my top three, no doubt, but I'll just go a little wider here in Bell Plaisir. Uh, drops 54 kilos. I get it, coming out of Phillies and Mare's company, but it's been running a series of top races of late. Um, 
in in the Empire Rose and the Invitation. Um, yeah, it has to step up, no doubt about it. I just think the horse is well-placed. Craig Williams on barrier six will run the mile. There is some rain coming, so there'll be some juice in the track for her, which I believe she'll need. Um, the blinkers come off for the first time, I believe. So um, a few interesting things there. I just think at the, the value, $11, the win, three fifty, the place. She might be an each-way bet. Just folk, enough rain to get the toe into the ground too. Close to Cascadia not long ago. Um, and travelled a bit wide last time. And Visionary, everything Brad said, well suited. Peaks third up too. But I'm just going to go uh, Bell Placier, fifty dollars each way. We saw it. We saw a tissue come through that um, Empire Rose to win the Matriarch as well. So the form stacked up out of that. Yeah, good, good field in Newcastle again for the Hunter race eight tomorrow. And I'm uh, going the way of in the Congo, the Botwater House. Uh, Tim Clark on board, four dollars twenty with Blue Bet. Um, likes likes these good tracks and it looks like it's going to be a good four, good three possibly in Newcastle tomorrow, Matt? Yeah, it's, well, it's the best drying track in New South Wales, I'd say. Um, it'll definitely be a firm track. In the Congo, as you're right, Tim, much, much better back to 1,300 metres now. Talked to Adrian Bott during the week, the co-trainer, said he bounced through the run in um, the Golden Eagle very well where the 1,500 metres was just too much for him. Um, he's back at his sort of uh, Goldilocks distance there, 1,300 metres. So I've got him in my top three. He'll run, he'll probably lead from barrier two. Um, are we going to get a miracle and have four scratchings for Wahaha Falls? I doubt it. If we do, I have him on top um, as the horse on the up. Um, but I doubt we'll get the scratchings. Therefore, Valana um, will be my pick if Wahaha Falls doesn't run. Um was never probably going to win the Golden Eagle for about 20, I think. But Nash gave the horse a glowing report after the race. He sticks with the horse, and I just think that's the one to beat. Overpass, you can't um, uh, knock coming back in trip two, an Everest runner. Um, yeah, tough, tough. Even like a horse like Through the Cracks at $21. Um, wouldn't surprise if it runs a hole. But I'll have $100 to win on Wahaha Falls if it gets a run, but we probably won't get a run, so we'll drop back for $100 win on Valana at uh, $4.80. $4.80 with Blue Bet. Yeah, it's an open race. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the Congo, four twenty favourite. Yeah, it is an open race, isn't it? An overpass, as you mentioned, around 16 Dollars with Bluebet, and uh, you know, an Everest winner has had a big spring, been up for a while though. Brad, what do you think? Yeah, it sounds like we're working with a similar top three in order here, Matt. I thought um, Waihaha Falls, as you said, fourth emergency probably doesn't get a run. Um, terrific first start, plummets in weight, bolted in second up last, prepping a fast race. Um, I think he's probably the one to beat. My only little niggle on him is, is he a wet tracker? He's by Sacred Falls and all his best ratings are on soft and heavy tracks, especially recently. Um, but he hasn't he hasn't raced on a good track recently, so we don't know. The six for Lana, big win fresh, then drew wide in the Golden Eagle, had to be dragged back to near last. That was back off a very fast tempo. He was home okay there. I think he's suited here with less pressure up front, a better gait. He can settle closer and just get a soft run behind the speed this time. Five in the Congo, jumped from 1,200 to 1,500 and was pressured on speed in a brutal run, Golden Eagle. Thought he stuck on really well there. He's better suited back to 1,300 and less pressure, so he'll run well. And then there's a few at some odds here I, th- I thought had chances. The eight, Bandersnatch, 
He's another one better suited back in trip from a good gate. I'm not sure he runs 1,600. The form lines through the Golden Eagle winner. I wish I win at Sandown a few starts back, and he gets him better at the weights than a horse like Carvina through that same race. I like the map for him. The 3 11, 11 um, good second up form. And out of he and Apache Chase, I think he's the one best suited to improve dramatically going from a genuine heavy to a dry track. Um, I'm just not convinced Apache Chase is going well enough. Uh, thought he had every chance last time and soft tracks are no excuses for him. And another one at a decent price, the 14 Tycoonus. It just looks like a grand final for the Chris Wallace stable and that's always a bit scary for me. Really good fourth up record. I think it was four starts for three top two finishes. Two preps ago, split isotope and away game fourth up on a good track. Drops four and a half kilos meeting in the Congo. Um, three kilos better for a 1.2 length defeat. That reads pretty well. And um, the only thing he's drawn wide, you know, he's going to need some luck. But um, $41 available. Some joints think it's about $26 versus 4 and $5. Um is a big price. So the way I'm going to play the race, I'm, I'm assuming, as Matt sort of said, the Waiha Falls isn't here. And I'm boxing up a Quinella with 6, 5, 8, 3, and 14. That's Valana in the Congo, Bandersnatch, 11, 11, and Tycoonist. Hopefully one of those at odds can, can run top two. Yeah, Greg Hickman would be very happy if 11-11 gets the, the chocolates. Now, our third race uh, tomorrow that we're looking at, we're going across to the West, Western Australia, this half-million-dollar race, eight, um, over 1,200 metres. What do you think there, Brad? Yeah, good little three-year-old race, this one. Um, 500,000 prize money, the listed race, and uh, I thought the 10, my Bella May, was the one to beat. Big win on debut, then improved again to win at start two. Um, she's winning with more there to give. Just on watching her on the video, she's got a bit up her sleeve, I think. Um, and she has the 1,200 metre run under her belt now. She's drawn for a lovely run. And if she improves her rating again, as expected, they'll find it really hard to get past her. So I'm going to have my main bet on her. Um, eight, rumour says... Just okay first up, but comes through a different form reference behind uh, Amelia's Jewel in the Belgravia second up. That was a high-rating race, and she was held up on the fence, nowhere to go. Arguably right in the finish if she had clear running, um, and she'll just have to do it the hard way this time from gate nine. So um, she's definitely a chance, and the 12 Invincible Ruby is a roughie I've found here. Um, it's sort of 81 to 100 and $1 being shopped around for it. Like the early speed, she showed to hold a spot before being held up and home well for second at start two. Ran the day's best last 200. Um, stayed at the 1,000 metres in the prelude. Out the back and home race best last 200 again. I concede Baby Paris, who's the favourite, was dominant, but um, I thought she was just as good as All Show. And um, as I said, she's like 100 to 1 here versus All Show, who's $5.50. And I like her stepping to 1,200. If she can get a suck run midfield and the gap when needed, I can see her running a race at massive odds. So my main bit in the race is going to be number 10, My Bella May. I'll have 65 a win. Uh, but then I'm going to have a one by four play, $7 a win and $28 a place on number 12, Invincible Ruby. Yeah, I like My Bella May. Uh, drawn beautifully, $5 with blue bet. So uh, whether it stays that way... Um 
unbeaten in both those runs, as you mentioned, and, and won twice at Ascot before. So I, I think my 100's going to sit with my Bella May, number 10, race 8 at Ascot with Carberry on board. Where are you going, Matt? Yeah, same sort of horses in my top four. I love backing horses that at their previous run got held up for a run. And I just, that's what happened with Rumor Sayers, uh, Luckless last time. I love it because they they don't obviously have gut busters and it's almost like they're just going around for a barrier trial for a bit. Um, I know it wasn't um, that exactly like that, but I, I love backing horses that get held up for a run the previous start. They, they're like a firecracker ready to go the next start. Third up should peak. Um, so I think rumour says just at the price, uh, $6.50 is not too bad. Um, Baby Paris has that speed to come across, but it's going to need a bit of luck from that draw, no doubt about it. Um, rev it up. Willie Pike's back over there um, um, with a top record, this horse. Um, and my Bella May, you've got to be aware of the undefeated horse, and I agree with Brad. Um, this horse, um, she's um, she's she's on her way up, no doubt about it, and I'm really, really wary of her. I just want to have my $100 on rumour says I want to see it get some luck and see it come, and like Brad said, did come out of a fairly strong form race last time. So if it gets some luck, gets some clear air, we'll see that we hopefully see the real deal and we'll get a half decent price. Yeah, absolutely. All right, gentlemen, we'll get our quaddies next. Ah, what a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The bluebed kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth raiders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with Bluebet, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. All right, first leg of the quaddy in Melbourne at Cranbourne is race six. Brad, what do you reckon? Yeah, I've got the seven, the import uh, Braden Star on top. Um, has some elite form references and jumped out really nicely. Two, Victory Bay. Uh, has some good form previous preps, but um, does come through a, like a narrow class one victory on synthetic first up. Thought it was a bit short when it opened favourite, getting out to a decent sort of price now. One Volton, like the Valley win, jumps quickly 1,200 to 1,500. The only knock for me is going from 55 kilos to 60 kilos, but I think the trip will suit him. And the four, I don't know whether it's Tahala or Thaler, uh, improved his rating every start to win um, last start. And the three-year-old, I'm putting that in as well, 10 Liberty Steps, comes through the Carbine Club. It's a bit plain there, but uh, can improve. So 7, 2, 1, 4, and 10. Yeah, and uh, race 7 at Newcastle is the first leg of the quaddy there, um, Matty. And um, uh, save a date uh, for me is uh, $3 favourite with Bluebet. I know why it's favourite. See how good it won last start? God, Um, just... Jogged over the line. Um, I've got it on top. 
But is this taken on some other some Chris Waller horses that have sort of been there, not necessarily done it, but been there at higher level before, like Robusto and Ridenier? I think the other Chris Waller horse on the rise is this Kazalark too. Very soft wind last start too. So I just think for the first leg, I think it's a, a slightly wide. I'll put my top four in. We'll go numbers two, three, four, and six. What about second leg of the quarter at Cranbourne, Brad? Yeah, I'm respecting Belle Placia, but... Um so the wetter the better for her. If it gets really wet, I'd probably throw her in. But I'm just going to go with the two I think are the best winning chances. And that's the nine, Visionari and six, Uncle Breen. Just going to go with those two. They bring the best form. Of course, and that is the Cranbourne Cup, which we uh, we spoke about a little earlier on. Um, we do head back to Newcastle for the second leg of the quaddy there, and it is the Hunter, race eight at, uh, at Newcastle. And you've given us your early thoughts there, Matt. Yeah, I'll just... Um, I'll throw in obviously overpass um, well, it's going to be hard to win from Barry 18 does have the speed um, in the Congo Valana and Waihaha falls if it gets a run if it doesn't get a run I wouldn't put in through the cracks at decent odds so we'll go numbers 2, 5, 6 and 20 if 20 Waihaha falls doesn't get a run we can put in 18 through the cracks and also Brutelli is he He's been flying home, hasn't he? Just get under the radar there. He's got barrier 17. Um, he might be worth a thought too to put in your, in your numbers. Number 17, brutality. I know Anthony Friedman's got a big opinion of Midwest. Craig Williams on board, and that's the third leg of the quaddy we're talking about here. Race eight at Cranbourne tomorrow, Brad. Yeah, good chance. I've got the 10 I am more on top. Races on speed, um, winning form, and the ratings stack right up. He's easy to like. The eight Midwest um, also races on speed. Won six of seven last prep and jumped out well leading in. And the six scissor step uh, went forward to win first up, handles all conditions, and I think he's actually better ridden off them, so could improve again here second up. I think one of those three should win. So we've got 10, 8, and 6. What about the third leg of the quaddy at Newcastle? It's this benchmark 88 handicap. Yeah, well, if Waiha Falls doesn't run in the Hunter, he'll run in this race and we'll stand him out. Number one, we'll stand him out. Um, If he does get a run in the Hunter and he's not in this race, we can put in Lock Eagle, Curtis Haley, Democracy Manifest. Oh, why is he? He's in my numbers, fair enough. I I just don't think he's a... um, I don't know if he's a Saturday horse yet, but it's a tough race, that one. Waiha falls if he's in there on his own. Um, If not, we'll put Kota Healy, Lock Eagle, Democracy Manifest, numbers... 11, 12, 18. Yeah, final leg of the quaddy is race nine at Cranbourne, uh, Brad. And it's got a horse in there that I quite like, Aaron Bay. Uh, it's got a wide gate. Yeah, quite a few at the top of the market here are first up. So I'm going pretty wide here. Um, I like a few of the, the race fit horses as well. So we've got the two, Aaron Bay, three, uh, Lassa Reese, four, Beaufort Park, five, Bellinger, uh, seven Pal Dioro and nine Caesar. They're both sort of first up. Um, looked okay. Eleven Mississippi. Twelve Rhinoceros has some good ratings. Thirteen Rich Divinity. Fourteen Merlin's Charm. I think can both run well. And uh, the eighteen Invincible Caviar. It's got to go in as well. So we've got two, three, four, five, seven, nine, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, eighteen. Huge day in Newcastle tomorrow, of course, uh, the get-out stakes, race 10. And great to see them honouring an old mate of mine, God rest his soul, Jack Newton. It's a benchmark 78 handicap. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty open, really, isn't it, Matt? 
Just on that, I used to watch the Jack Newton classic all the time, Tim. I thought it was great. Yeah. I, played, oh, I played in it a few times. I was terrible. Did you? Oh, I, I used to get up in the morning as a kid and watch that. It was great. Anyway, um, yeah, tough race. We, well, the favourites adjourn. adjourn. It, it's come from Europe. No barrier trial. I, I think that should be against the rules, but we'll go on to it. We'll, we'll, we'll save that for another day. We haven't seen it publicly in Australia, but the money, you've got to follow the money trail, don't you? They've backed it, $4.40. James McDonald on, so I'll put it in my numbers. But I want to go Tony B, number seven. Um, again, a horse that just got no chance last start, held up behind a wall of horses with a lot to give. Bowman on. Um, it'll be a typical Bowman ride from barrier 15. He'll he'll find cover, then he'll swing out wide and um, look to come down the outside, I'd, I'd say. Um, also, I, I like... Um, uh, number 13, Redwood Shadow. Joe Pryor comes off a good last start win. And Vutich, um, the Robert Quinn horse who put the riding on the wall at the midweeks but flew home, gets over more ground now. So we'll go 7, 11, 13, 14 for the last leap. Okay, sounds good. All right, gentlemen, when we come back, it's best bet of the day. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. This is what I'm backing and why for Blue Bet. Brad, who's your best bet of the day tomorrow? Yeah, so we're at Cranbourne, um, race six, number seven, Braden Star. Um, the horse that was walloped by this thing by seven and a half lengths at its most recent start ran Secret State and Sulcum to within two lengths at its next start, then carried five kilos more than Sulcum and ran second just one and a half lengths. So... That horse was a dominant winner on Champions Day um, in his Australian debut and is now the Melbourne Cup favourite and Caulfield Cup favourite. And uh, so it's very easy to mount a case that this is the right form in a race where like the opening favourite comes through a narrow class one synthetic win. So I think this horse has some serious class about him. Um, and if he's wound up and ready to go, the jump out suggests that he could be. The first jump out, soft five, 1,000 metres was good. The second on a soft seven at 1,200 was outstanding. Went forward and just gapped them running away, suggesting 1,500 first up is perfect. I'm not worried about the track. Anything good to soft seven is fine. Um, the only query is obviously the first up record. Um, the camp seemed confident they've got him ready to go. No doubt he'll be better over further. That's probably the, the only knock on him. Um, but I think class will take him a long way. Uh, hopefully, like we saw with, you know, my Oberon and Sulcum in their Australian debuts. No matter what he does here, he's a horse that you want to follow. You want to put him in your black book. I don't think a race like the Caulfield Cup is out of the question um, when you consider those form lines through Sulcum. So um, I've already had a nibble on him at 100 to 1 and I think uh, he can run really well on Saturday and uh, hopefully he gets the right run in transit and uh, can steam home. Yeah, I know this horse is short, but I just think we'll win and uh, I'm going to race for Cranbourne. Um, Greece, uh, out of the one, it's around that $1.80, $1.90 with Blue Bet. Gave nothing else a chance, did it, uh, when it won last start to break that maiden at Geelong. 
Soft track there, um, but look, it's drawn perfectly, and I just think it'll win. So uh, Greece uh, is my best bet of the day, Matt. Wow. I was going for eight in a row until old mate Nature Strip ruined it for everyone last week. Um, the, the streak's over, but I think wherever Waha Falls runs, I want to back. Um, he's $2.60 in the ninth race at Newcastle. He may run in the Hunter, as we've already discussed. Um, if you want a slightly better price, I think race four, number six, Gin Martini. Should have won last start, knocking on the door. So I'll, get, I'll, I'll say Gin Martini just for the better price, $6.50. Newcastle race four, number six, Gin Martini. Okay. Do you have any read on him on a good track, Matt? What's your thoughts? Jim Martini. Way ha falls on a firm. Oh. No, no, on a firm deck. Way ha falls. Well, we don't know fully yet. Like you said, the breeding says he swims and he does, but um, he's the horse on the way up, isn't he? Uh, I think the class as well. He's just got some class about him. So yeah. I think he's flying. I think yeah. we'll just trust his class at the moment. But that, that, the problem is that Newcastle track will. I they're going to have to water it. It will be a it will be a good three. It it, it may be. Mm. You're right. I mean, if he doesn't win, they might say too firm. But um, I'm willing to take the chance at this stage. Alrighty, that's it for what I'm backing and why. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors, Matthew. Blue Bet, the wholly owned Aussie bookie. And thank you to you, of course, and and to Brad. Hopefully, we've found a couple of winners for tomorrow. Have a great weekend. See you next week, guys. See you, guys. See you, gents. Building. Resilience Podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience Podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience Podcast on your favorite podcast app.